we have been uh, taking our studies from the book of Exodus chapter 20. And this morning, we are going to be continuing briefly from where we stop by the help of the Holy Ghost. Now, who can tell me from the from the one of the brethren uh, who can tell me, just a mutual device and tell me, uh, share with us this morning, what have we been talking about? What is our exhortation like? And one thing that you learn. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. hallelujah. I um, We have been talking about the 10 commandments by the grace of God, and I've learned that we should not take the name of God in vain. Thank you. God bless you, man. In Jesus' name. Amen. This morning, turn your Bible with me to Exodus 20. And now I'm going to read from verse 12 to 17. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Let's unmute our devices as we read verse 17 together. Verse 17 together. If you're looking at the Bible, one, two, go. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not commit now we understood what the Ten Commandment is all about. We understood from why God instituted the Ten Commandment, and we know how this is still relevant and applicable to our life. Again, is that God put this in the Ten Commandment in place for the purpose of one of knowing Him, walking with Him, pleasing Him, doing His will, and also to guide us from evil to guide us from evil, to help us possess the land that he has ordained for us. Praise the Lord. Now, the first commandment we are seeing here, um, that dates back to from verse 1. And it says, And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the, out of the house of bondage. Verses 3. Thou shalt have no other gods, before me. That is the first commandment. Thou shalt have no other God before me. Now, if you look at this, uh, this first commandment, it has layers. If we read from verse 4, from verse 4, covering up to uh, verse 6, they are also part of the first commandment. Now, it when he said, Thou shalt make, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or likeness of thing that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water underneath the earth. Now, 
I'd like to ask you a question. Exactly what God said they should not do. Is that not what, what the world is filled with today? Yes, it is. There is no community to, you go to in the world today that you won't find a graven image. And what is the goal? They want to represent God. The thing is that it made God hungry. When you try to represent him with a mere images, God cannot be confined to a wood. You can't say you have a big cross in your house, at the back of your door in your car, and before you go out, you bow to it. I say, that's your God. No, that's foolishness. That's not your God. Because they are the anti works of man. Now, you will look at it this way. God created man in his own image. And because he created man in his own image, man trying to find God. And so they now mold their own form of God. And they begin to bow to it. Today, you have many, many are bowing down to the moon. Some, some faith or religion, they cannot pray until they focus on the moon. Some is the sun. Some, they have huge status in their temple. Some is river. Some is a tree. And, the, and some is a stone. And the list is endless. So now, are you, uh, now if we ask ourselves, is God still angry? Oh, yes, very, very angry. That, we, that the generations, the world keep breaking this commandment. That he said, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. The world today is making graven image. Images that people bow down to. Now, Buddha, Buddhism, six, all of them. These are all, you see, they have huge images in their temple. We have many of them in our community, even here in the city. This is against the first commandment. And anyone who does that, you have become, that person has become a permanent enemy of God, except the person repent. Because God doesn't like it, him being represented with images. God is bigger than that. The Bible tells us in the book of John chapter 4, from verse 20 to 24, that God is a spirit. And they that we worship, we must worship him in spirit and in truth. So you can't take a particular image and say, this is God. No, that's not accurate. That is idolatry. No. So if you have anything you are still bound down to, how they represent God, you better throw it away because you are incurring the anger of God the more you keep it to them. God cannot be confined to a particular place. So if you travel, you carry the image. How about if you forget the image at home? That means you forget your God at home. But the God that we serve, the creator of heaven and earth, is the God that ruleth all over the world. If you travel to 
Sokoto, one of the northern states in Nigeria. If you call upon this God in truth and spirit, you'll find him there. If you pitch your tent in the uh, in the in, in in Mumbai, God is there. If you pitch your tent in the Indonesia and call upon this God, he's there. If you call upon him in New York, he's there. So, but then when you now say you have an image, now will you carry the image if you have to travel? Brethren, this is one of the reasons why there's calamity all over the world. Because God is upset with humanity. And that's the reason why he sent Jesus Christ into the world. To deliver the world from this wretchedness of sin. That man begins to represent God. We saw this, that the people of Israel, they were not left out. God told them. And they also built an image. Aaron was the one that helped them. And that's why men of God must be very careful. Don't be too familiar with God. And God later punished him. Even though his own punishment was not as instant. He lost two of his children. And he too did not get to the promised land. So brethren, let us be very careful. With the first commandment, thou shalt have no other God before me. Now, not just images. There are other things in our life that could represent God. Anything that you exalt above God, it has become God in your life. One of, one of the errors of Eli, as we have learned again and again, was that he honored his children more than he honored God. For husband and wife, God must continue to be the first place. Your wife, your husband is not the first. For children, God must continue to be the first place, not even your own parents. Anything, any man or woman who is not above God, you are incurring God's wrath. So don't exalt any human being above the living God. Not only that. Any object, your TV can become your God. Some people are so glued to TV. They watch movie even on the you know, middle of the night. Not that they were praying. It has become like a God in their life. Some people is jewelry. Maybe particularly our sister. But we see some brothers too. We see gold all over this place. We see chains all over this place. You see, you know, big distance on their neck. They are so addicted to it has become like God. They can't do without it. God is not happy with all of those things. I want you to know, to some, it could be yoga. Some people, yoga has been imported into the Western world now. And many people don't know the history of it. It's a way, it's a, it's a, it's a way of meditation. Uh, we, we know one day we were going to look out for one of the brethren. I still remember not too long. And we saw a woman in the, in the sun. She fooled herself and was looking. In the broad daylight, here in the city, not too far from where we live. And I shook my head. I said, Lord, have mercy. What was she doing? Meditating. 
if you if you spend three hours in the sun meditating and yet you are still living in sin, that meditation will do you nothing other than bring more calamity. But you forsake the way of sin and seek the true God, then all shall be well with you. Brethren, as you go out this morning, you need to ask yourself, what are the things that have become God in your life? So some people is money. Money has become God in their life. They no longer have an altar for God. They no longer have any fear for God. They can even do terrible things just for to get money. Brethren, what is it that has become God in your life? You need to ask yourself, is it your spouse? Is it your children? Is it money? Is it jewelry? Is it clothes? Is it position? Whatever thing that is trying to occupy the place of God first in your life, then it has become God. For our youth and singles, is the desire to know more. Being inquisitive, is it becoming God in your life? Some want to find knowledge until they depart from the faith. You know of a young lady like that. And I said, the last time we saw her, uh, we thought things will have turned better, but hey, uh, it's, it's a nice song. But we are still praying for her. And the challenge was that she began, she said she wants to know this, know this, know this. From there, she began to study about all that, you know, so-called religion. And from there, she now find that she said mm, that uh, she just believes, you know, she doesn't even know what she believes. And so now she's going really wide into the world. Brethren, this morning, there is God. His name is Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's not, he cannot be confined to a modern image. He's a spirit. He also dwells in us. First John chapter 4, verse 4 says, Greater is he that, that, that lives in us than he that lives in the world. He dwells in us. And if we accept his son, Jesus Christ, whom he has sent into this world to deliver us from sin, then we will also know him. We will have access to him. We will hear him. He will reveal himself to us in our dreams. Even as his word is coming now, he will reveal himself to you. So whatever you may be this morning, I want you to bow down your head while we pray some prayer. Now, uh, if you are here this morning and you are not born again, I want you to accept Jesus Christ. He is the son of the living God. By him, all things were made. Nothing exists without Christ. John chapter 1 tells us that he has been from the beginning. He was with the Father in the beginning, and all things were made by him. Nothing existed, whether visible or invisible, that was not with the power of in that, that is in Christ Jesus. So you are here this morning. You are not born again. You have not accepted Jesus. I want you to know that golden, all these golden images cannot save you. Rather, I bring more of so you want to accept Jesus, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I know I'm a sinner. Please forgive me. Reveal yourself to me as a true God. From beginning from today, I separate myself from strange gods. Whatever has become strange gods in my life, in my family, this morning I am free from them. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Lord, I pray for as many that pray this prayer. Please be merciful unto them. 
write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Now, you are going to lift up your voices. You are going to say, Father, thank you for sending your word to me. Let your mercy prevail over me, over my family, over your church, over the land. In the name of Jesus, go ahead and pray. Lift up your voices this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the word you have sent unto me. Unmute your devices as we pray together. We have just a few minutes. In the name of Jesus, Father, thank you for your word that you have sent unto me this morning. In the name of Jesus, let your mercy prevail over me. Let it prevail over my mind. Let it prevail over your church. Let it prevail. Let it prevail. Let it prevail over the land. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' most powerful name, we are praying. The next prayer point, you are going to say, Father, arise and purge my family. Arise and purge the land from the activities of strange gods. That's your prayer in the name of Jesus. Father, arise and purge the land. Arise and purge the city. Arise and purge our family. There are many people. You whose family they still practice idolatry where they are bound down to an image every day, every six months. Of sacrifice states. Now, if you are still engaging in that, you need to repent immediately before the wrath of God comes upon you. Say, Father, arise and put my family from the work of God. Arise and put the from the works of strange God in Jesus. We are free. We are going to arise and deliver our children from the strange world of internet technology in the mighty name of Jesus. Lift up your voices. Father, arise and deliver all our children from the strange world of internet technology. In the name of Jesus, many children are so addicted to the internet now. Christ to God, Father, deliver their soul. In we are praying. And your last prayer, you are going to say, Father, blessing attached to the Ten Commandments. Let it begin to have full expression in my life. Let it begin to have full expression in my family. Let it begin to have in your child, let us begin to have expression in the land. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voices this morning and cry to God. In the name of Jesus, Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, let your word, let the blessings that come to your word, let it begin to have from the activity the Lord will support your family, your parents, 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 you can mute your devices. What would you want the Lord to do for you? Lift up your voices.
mighty name we have prayed amen i like you to stretch forth your hand father i thank you for your word which you have brought unto us again this morning teaching us that we should not serve any other god we should not bow down to graven images whether consciously or unconsciously this morning i pray are there anyone here who perhaps may still be bound down to an image in their houses or images in their heart. Lord, I pray this morning, please let your mercy prevail. Do not judge them by the multitude of their sin. Lord, I ask this morning in your power for as many families that are still under the yoke of idolatry, this morning be free in the name of Jesus. As many families that are still under the yoke of bind down to strange God, today the, the light of the true God we shine into your family in the name of Jesus. I also pray for you that every blessing that comes with the Ten Commandments begin to have expression in your life beginning from now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I commit your children as they go. Let it be well with them. Thank you for what we do tonight. And let testimony abound. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have friends.